Scariest? The worst fear? The yeah. worst fear. The scariest fear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the deepest fear. It's to be alone. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Welcome to the Lonely Lovebirds Club. <laughs> And another episode of Free Love Advice. Hey, guess what? September is Free Love Advice Month. And I am releasing a bunch of Free Love Advice episodes. And this one was recorded on the street in Montreal in late August, just a few weeks ago. And I have a conversation with a woman who is newly divorced, who left her partner of 17 years, and who thought that she would be with him forever. Now she finds herself alone. And we talk about this fear, this eternal fear of being alone and how people in relationships are scared that they'll lose their partner or that their partner will leave them. And people who aren't in relationship are scared that they'll be alone forever. And this idea that we're alone, even when we're in relationship, which if you think about it, is pretty liberating as long as we can build a fulfilling life for ourselves, then ultimately we will be okay. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. And that was my dog, Roger, walking across the room. How can I help? I, I got separated like two, no, a year ago hmm. after seven, uh, 17 years together. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. So we have three kids together. He's a really nice guy, but I, I, don't, I won't explain everything. But right now it's like, what, what, what's love? What's, do, do, really, do we need to be like a couple, live together? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know anymore, anything at all. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's great, but it's terrifying at the same time. Totally. It's, it's just that I, I believed, I, I, I know, I knew everything, but I, I got like, comment on dit certitude? Cert- you, you were certain. Cert- I was certain about so many things, you know, life is like that, blah, blah, blah. And everything like exploded like two years ago. And now I don't know anything at all about love. So tell me about love. What's, what's, what's love between a, a man and a woman and a relationship with, um, I don't know, t- t- with trust uh, with fun, with great sex, and to, I don't know, to build something great, something meaningful. Mm. That's, that's the word, meaningful. I don't know. I'm not looking for that right now. I have so many things to do before that. But uh, yeah, I'm asking myself about that. So what do you think? What, uh, what am I supposed to answer? What, love, what, what is love? You just basically asked me like the hardest question ever that anyone could ever ask me. God exists. <laughs> well, God, yes, that I can answer for me. Yes. Yes, me too. Yeah, but um, 
But uh, one, one, there's a lot of definitions of love. One that I really like recently, because they all, sometimes I'm drawn to one more than another, depending on where I am in my life. Mm. And one of them is by um, M. Scott Peck, who was a doctor and a psychologist who died several years ago. And his definition is, and I'm going to paraphrase, um, it's the extension of oneself for the spiritual growth of yourself and another person. Yeah. Mm. So that, ma- that makes it active. It's a verb. It's an action. It's not a feeling. It's an extension of, and it's uncomfortable because extending is it, uncomfortable. It's an experience. But I mean, you can leave that with everybody. Yeah. So, you know, love is not a couple. No, that's romantic monogamous love. Exactly. Well, whatever, so, you didn't say monogamous. Yeah, but it brings the, the how do we say, um, faithfulness. Faithful? To be faithful? Yeah, faith, it, faithfulness. It, faithful? It fidel? That's a question. Too. Oh, loyalty. It, lo- yeah. I, do, I don't know. I, I have some friend there. They have an open relationship. And I don't know if it's something I really want either i i don't know i don't know this uh m scott peck guy wrote a book called the road less traveled and in traveled. in that book there's a small footnote this book was written in 1976 there's a small footnote that says an open marriage is the only type of marriage that is non-destructive to the spiritual growth of the couple. Mm. And he wrote this in the 70s as a footnote. <laughs> Not as a whole chapter because I don't think he could have. I don't think it would have flown in the 70s. Yeah. And I don't know that, that I agree, but I think that it's important to explore. Yeah. D- yeah. It, it could be very hypo- hypocrite. Hypocrite? Hip, uh, hypocritical? Hypocritical? Oh my God. That's You're good. I like your English a lot. Um, you know, it could happen that you, you, you are with some someone, you, you, you love her, you love him, but suddenly you, you, meet, you meet someone and something really strong is happening. So why you should say no to that? I mean, if it's something beautiful, just one shot or many shots, I don't know, but it's like... Going out with with friends, you go to to a restaurant with a girlfriend uh, on Friday and Saturday. You go on another, you go brunching with another friend. You're not t- telling yourself, "Oh my God, I, I'm cheating on my friend because I'm having another great time with another people." I mean, okay, sexuality, okay, that's something maybe different, but maybe not. It's um, thing like if I love myself. Like the whole thing. I I don't need to possess someone. I don't need someone else than me to fulfill my needs. So if I can be a free spirit and I can love many people. I mean it's not a it's not bad, right? When I told you that my relationship status was complicated it's a little around this piece of being in love with somebody, but also 
giving them this the freedom because if what what this person and I have is incredible this connection that we have is incredible what if she found that with somebody else would I want her not to experience that mm. what if I found that with somebody else would I want to prevent myself from experiencing that mm. can I explore both is it going to bring up a bunch of really challenging emotions probably can we stay together through that while one other person while one person is exploring with somebody else I don't know I don't know and it's like the time your agenda I mean <laughs> well tonight I'm, I'm seeing you but Tuesday I want to see the other one but I oh, no I can't because you are seeing tonight someone else and well, this so, is a common problem actually with people in polyamory and yeah this is what one of their big challenges yeah that's a lot of work is, is scheduling oh. Yes, yeah, calendaring. Calendar. And that's not for everybody. No, right. Right. And and but it also requires a lot of communication. Yeah. Around your needs and your feelings and what's coming up for you and what feels safe, what doesn't feel safe. Yeah. And that's a lot of um, interrogation. Uh, a big question mark. Uh, question mark, yes. Yeah, which as you said, the older you get, the less you know which yeah. is freeing. It's very liberating. It's also very confusing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I have all these questions, but some friend of mine, all, oldest, my oldest friend, they, they're not there yet, so I've been judged. And I lost some very, um, very important relationship because of that, you know? So it's... It could be sad, hard, harmful. Yeah. Mm. So. A lot of relationships aren't meant to be forever. Yeah. Including. Th that's another belief I have. Platonic I used to ones. have, I guess. Yeah. People yeah. come in and out of our lives for very specific reasons. And we're supposed to learn from every single yeah. one of them. And, I, and I'm grateful for every 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 relationship I had that uh, are done uh, but you know I just want to to go on and uh, find myself I guess accept ac accepting myself sorry I'm losing my uh, I'm like uh, I'm like I feel like um, a bit overwhelmed I guess and I have a lot of fear coming out actually like I feel like a, a, a child again yeah what are you scared of um, I think the, the, the most scary scary thought or the, the most scary fear <laughs> I have is um, scariest the worst fear the yeah. worst the scariest fear yeah <laughs> <laughs> the deepest fear it's to be alone yeah welcome to the club yeah it's to be alone that's our that's our that's our number one fear ah uh, you know I'm sweating like I, I think I'm happy to red no, no I'm I blushing no, no. <laughs> I feel that's like our blushing. number one fear and yeah. that's why new love feels so good because finally we are rescued from being alone yeah but that's a lie that's it's a an lie illusion. and it doesn't last no it doesn't last <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't last 
And then, and then the honeymoon's over, and we realize, oh shit, we're still alone. alone. But we're we're now we we're parallel with somebody else, mm. which is fun. <laughs> it until depends. until yeah, it well it depends with who. Yeah. That's the biggest fear that we that we'll have is that we'll end up alone. Mm. I mean, <laughs> people in relationship fear that their their relationship will end. Yeah. People that are single fear that they'll never find someone yeah. to be with. So the, the the true thing is to feel full alone. That's the work. And yeah, I know that. That's what I'm I'm trying to do <laughs> to reach, but yeah, it it's like I I want to feel so great with myself that if someone is coming into my life, it's because I have really fun with him or her, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Or just friendship, you know. Double your it's chances. Just like, like the cherry on the top, the cherry on the top. Yeah. We say that in English too. And uh, when it ends, it ends. That's all. No. Blah. How do we say that? When you're a grunge. Yeah. 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 Turning the lasers on your. Yeah. On your ex partner. Yeah. The person you used to love so much, now you hate? Yeah. You want to destroy? Yeah, that's... It's a very strange <laughs> feeling. Yeah. So, it's, so that's not love. That That's that's the... You know, there's like a... Um, like une pièce de 25 sous, là. It's two faces of the same um, piece. Yeah. Do we say that in English? I don't know. Uh, I mean, that love, it's... If you switch the... Um, it's hate. It's hate, yeah. Yeah, so well, that's not love. <laughs> that's uh, that's an illusion we have. Yeah, that's it's possession, or that's uh, you have to feel my needs. You have to understand what I need. You, you have, have to, to meet my needs. You have to meet them. And you can't do anything that threatens and me. I, and I don't have to tell you what I need because you, you're supposed to know it. Just and like I don't that. even know how to tell you what I need because yeah, I don't no, know even myself. myself. Yeah. And <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't know how to <laughs> communicate it. And I certainly won't be with you, so. <laughs> um, I think it's Susan Piver says that she's a Buddhist meditator and an author says that, that at the beginning of a relationship, there's an incredible, incredible amount of generosity. I mean, you're just willing to give everything mm. and you overlook every, every little thing that would normally piss you off is cute. Right. Mm. But at the in the middle parts and at the end of the relationship, the generosity is very hard to come by. Mm. And I think that's why a lot of those relationships end in a very negative way. There's a, there's no more generosity. And it's also been, the people have been sort of disrespected and denigrated over a long period of time where there is little love left. Mm. Mm. And it's hard to be kind when <laughs> yeah. you feel that way. But uh, you know, I'm really lucky because with my um, I don't I don't like to say my ex because it's not my ex is is gonna be always the, the man in my life the man of my life because he's the father of my of my kids so I call him my uh, famille because it's uh, it's like a French word who um, which um, mixed family and friend. Oh, that's nice. And uh, we still get along pretty well. Actually, it hasn't really changed the way we speak, the way we are together, except we are not a couple anymore. 
and um, I mean he's suffering much more than I do because I processed the separation like maybe a year before it happens I told him I, I, I warned him that I, I was uh, really tired and that he needed to, to do something you know but he didn't listen he didn't do anything and uh, I got to a point that it was over you know I couldn't do anything it was just over and uh, the way I told him was really nice because actually when I knew it I was walking towards the supermarket but I had this huge pain on my breast it was so heavy uh, sadness so huge I said okay tell me what's happening tell me what it is and it's like a voice in my head like a, a, a thunder who really strike me on, on all my body and I heard my couple is done, it's over. And I really felt all my, my cells shaking like that. Like, okay, we got we got the message. Mm. Okay, it's the download is clear. Yeah, we we heard it. It's, we can fight it anymore. Okay, it's uh, it's uh, it's integrated. Yeah, integrated? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I literally fell down crying like a baby. I called my best friend and I was literally in shock. I said, okay, now it's, I know it's over. Like, really? Like, like that. But I didn't tell you that very day, but the next morning when we woke up, because we, we slept very, very badly, and he told me, okay, they, I can feel. There is a huge elephant in the room, so tell me what's happening. And we were in, the, in bed, you know, all cuddling, cuddling. And I said, you know, I think we're, we arrived, we arrive, reached that point, or we, we, have to, we have to stop everything. Mm. And he said, yeah, yeah, you're right, I guess. And that's it. Wow. And uh, we stayed together. We, we, we went on vacation together with the kids for a month in Switzerland to announce the, the separation to the family. You know? like a wedding announcement. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. And uh, when we came back, I found a little place. The kids stay at home and we, we moved every week, huh. you know. But after three months, he was tired of that. So I found a, a, a flat just right here at the, you know, at the corner. And uh, yeah, we, we're still figuring out how to to leave that. It's sad, you know. It's like a perpetual um, day um, grieving. Grieving, yeah. You know, every day for the kids. When when a kid is not doing well, is feeling bad, or blah blah blah. We, I can't be with my kids all the time, you know. And in the same way, it's okay because I need some time alone. Yeah. I cherish those moments, you know. Um, but I really, really want that. I want us to be a family, even if we're not a couple anymore. I think it's possible. And I really, really love him. Like deeply, a true love, I guess. But just not, it's not my lover anymore. It's, you know? So. But it's harder for him to accept that. It's harder. I want to recognize the what you and your um, 
famille. Fr well, <laughs> family. <laughs> uh, famille. In what, what you've done is what a lot of people think that they can never, ever, ever do. Yeah, I know. But it's ever, possible. Ever, ever do. But it's possible. Totally possible. But, yeah. Yeah. But, you know... I'm married, ma married, married, married. I married him. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was sure, hundred percent, he was the man of my life, like until my death. Really, I mean, getting separated was the worst that could happen to me after losing a kid. So, yeah, you know. So that's, a lot of terrible thing happened to me like you know the thing you you think oh no if if i i leave that i'm gonna die it's impossible to survive that i see you sitting here not dead at all but yeah you actually seem quite okay yeah but i got fired yesterday <laughs> i have no money I, i got fired yesterday i have no money you know No, no like, husband. No husband. Live in a little apartment. So, yeah, he paid the rent for me for sure because I couldn't. <laughs> you know? Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Isn't life exciting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ask yourself like uh, or two years ago, if you if you see I, yourself in this oh situation. My, no, no, no. But Talking to a weirdo on the street. You're not weirdo to me because I'm a weirdo too, I guess. So I'm. It's not a. It's not a big deal. And it's cool, actually. I, I I saw you. I was there, and I didn't see your your tag there. But I just saw the 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 microphones. I said, I'm sure he's doing something weird because people are looking at him, and like you have all that space around you, or like it's people style, are huh? like afraid of you. I don't know. Oh yeah. So, people walk when they. They stand like yeah. So to should talk I to me. go? Should no? So I said, okay, I'm gonna see it, and maybe. I'm glad you I, did. Yeah. <laughs> are are we complete? I guess so. Yeah, because I can talk, talk, talk. Oh yeah, there's no problem there. <laughs> so you have to say, okay, that's over. Yeah, Thank I you. Think it's over. <laughs> I really appreciated this conversation. Yeah, me too. There was no advice. No, that, that's why just, I yeah. was saying. I, I wanted to say that you, you didn't give me any advice. I'm a coach. I don't advise people. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. You, 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 if you do that, you're like a, a guru. Yeah, I'm not people a guru. People will always come to you. Okay, what should I do? Da, da, da. Well, I do that. I do that on Fridays. That's why I'm doing it today. <laughs> But some people, it's it's more of a conversation. It's more of an exploration. Yeah. I don't know. What did you learn about yourself in this conversation? Learn. Um, learn. Um, anything. No, nothing really learn. Like no epiphany. Just that. Okay. I'm just a, a confirmation that I'm on the right path. That's okay. That's okay. That's good. And and it's um, reassure. It's reassuring. Yeah, reassuring. Yeah, and I should probably speak more English. Your English to, is great. To be more fluid. Bye. All right, lovebirds, thank you for spending this time with me this week. 
I really appreciate it. And if you want to find out about my upcoming group coaching program on desires, needs, and boundaries for 12 people only, if you want to read my book list, which includes all of the books that have been formidable to me in my development and in my quest for more understanding around love and emotional intimacy and communication. And if you want to find out about coaching and if coaching is right for you, then hop on the email list. That's the easiest way. TheLoveDrive.com forward slash newsletter. And I will send you information as it becomes available in a respectful, non-spammy, need-to-know basis. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Have a beautiful week.